At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shah on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the first day of a new month, February. I'm all Shaw Dave Ross here. Big bets on VEASAN at South Point Casino and Hotel. A wonderful show. Steve Mackin, and of course, our VEASAN editor, will be here to break down his trends for the Super Bowl. Jonathan Von Tobel, hour number two. And he's going to talk all things NBA. But the big news, of course, unless you've been under a rock for the last 24 hours, is the return of the uh, arena football. Made the big, Oh, there was another announcement, apparently. Not just the return of arena football, but apparently, Amal, the GOAT has finally said goodbye. Yeah, and I think this time with Tom Brady retiring, it's going to be permanent. I don't think he's going to come back. I have a feeling this time it's going to stick. I, let's hear from Tom, because he didn't do it the conventional way. He went to social media, and this is what Tom had to say. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point. Right away, I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Yeah, the most important question I have is, does he color his hair? I want to know how at 45 this guy doesn't have a gray hair on his head. Because he eats nothing but, like, seeds I, I and will stuff. Say, yeah, like, yeah, it's true. Yeah. If you do have a vegan diet, you tend to have fewer gray hairs. I know that. I, I was just wondering some different things. Like, he, he said, he said, like, Dave, I'm very vain, sorry. He didn't, he didn't call anybody. Like, he didn't call anybody to pick him up at the airport or to help him. Like, he just, he goes right to social media. He didn't tell the box. He didn't tell, he goes right to us, we the people. 
Well, I have a feeling Tampa and some internal people probably knew and, you know, people that he trusted that would keep it a secret. Like Don Yee's been his agent for 20 ah. plus years. I think people like that as family. I think they all knew. You know, I think Don I, said, I would kind no. of assume, but I was I was watching ESPN when this when this came out this morning and they were scrambling talking about the people they had talked to had or they the people they had talked to that were close with Tom had no idea that he was going to do this. Yeah, but but Kelly, to your point, if there's something I want to tell somebody here at Beeson, I know if I tell you or I tell Dave, it's not going to get out. Mm. Right? There's certain people if you tell, it'd be like disseminating it in the newspaper. Right. That's right. The vault. You, the, can go to, you can go to the vault. There's people you know you can say things to. It's not going to get out. There's other people I'm like, well, I don't have to worry about taking out an ad in USA Today because they're going to do it for me. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that like in Seinfeld they called it the vault, but the, the key yeah, to the yeah, vault yeah, was yeah, peach yeah. knobs? Yeah. That, would, that, would get, that would open up the vault every time. Yeah, so this is interesting. I, I You know, I, I don't know. i, I got to be honest with you, and I think we said it uh, this week. I This did catch me by surprise, not that – you know, Tom and I don't have a relationship, so, you know, I wasn't expecting to, to find out. But I really thought just by reading tea leaves, he was definitely going to – we were talking about San Francisco. They were the favorites 24 hours ago to be the new destination once we heard about the Brock Purdy injury. That was in the betting markets, right? The Raiders had been the favorite since the season ended. The Buccaneers are about – you get about plus 250. You know, if you thought he was going to go back to the Bucs, and then wham, it's all over. I, I am surprised by that. And, look, I – you know me by now, Maul. I don't retire athletes. I never will. I, I want to watch the greats. That's why I got up in the middle of the night and watched Novak Djokovic because yeah. I didn't know how many more times I get to watch Novak right. at the peak of his powers. You know, Tom's 45. is going to be 46 by the time the season comes around next year. If this is, in fact, that he's done, then we've just watched maybe the greatest athlete in the history of team sports ever. Like, you can make that argument, right, that th this is the, the greatest team sport athlete to ever accomplish what he's been able to accomplish. So I don't ever want to see that come to an end. I would but agree with, yeah. I, you're I, right, it, you don't want to see it end. It does feel like that this is it. I No, I, I completely believe he's done. I think he's going to move on. What would be interesting to see is uh, he's, he's scheduled to go to Fox, right, and be a play-by-play -play guy or at least color commentator on their game. So it would be interesting to see if that materializes, if he decides to stick with that. I just have a gut feeling that he's not going to want to do that. I can't imagine him being like, I want to go fly every week to a different city. I'm with you. It's yeah. like, it, right? And everybody's like, oh, he's going to replace Greg Olson now. Fuck. And I'm like, is that what Brady wants to do right away? No, that, I, I mean, the one thing I know for sure is that this is not the last time we're going to hear about Tom Brady and playing football, right? What I mean, when any good team has an injury at quarterback during the season next year, it's going to be like, well, I, Tom Brady, what about Tom Brady? I don't, I don't, think, yeah. I don't think Tom Brady's going to be a mercenary. I really don't. Mm. I thought the Tampa thing was, it was a great situation. He was going down there. He knew they were good enough. If you looked at it to potentially win, if he comes in there and other guys would come in there, they had the offensive line. They brought in some other players. Uh, but I think this is kind of the end of the road for him. Well, what if it's the Miami dolphins Ooh, where he's now living right down there? Is that what that video was? Yeah. I'm I'm assuming. I mean, I know he's living down there these days. I didn't think it was Miami. I thought he might be in Costa Rica. Yeah, I saw like the wisp, the, the the winds were kicking up. I thought maybe he was like at Pebble Beach playing in the pro am this weekend. Like you know, like, I'm looking at is he golfing? Like what's he doing already? Shouldn't count that out. There's uh, yeah. there could be better quarterbacks playing than that than the Pro Bowl. So, <laughs> by, by the way, you know what's interesting? His career resume, obviously a, a million accolades, but the one that surprised me a little bit was only six times All Pro, first or second team combined, three first team, three second team. Uh, that was a little bit surprising to me. I thought it might have been a little bit higher on that number. But but you think he's – in? Uh, I don't want to say globally because I think there might be players in other sports we might be leaving out. But in North America, for you, he's the greatest player to play a team sport? To me, because of the position. Like sure. we just saw it with, say, Brock Purdy when he goes down, the Niners had yeah. no chance, right? And so in order to go to 10 Super Bowls, win it seven times, be a five-time MVP of that game, like – you know, I, look, I debate this all the time with friends, and I'm sure you do too, in and out of the industry for, for decades, and we always will. Is he the, the, the most gifted quarterback? Of course not. Like, there, there have been more gifted – Aaron Rodgers, you know, people are going to say arm strength. Tom doesn't have that. Sure. You know, but can, can Aaron Rodgers command 52 other men to get to a, a Super Bowl 10 times? Like, he's only been to one. I'm not trying to disparage Aaron Rodgers and what he's been able to accomplish, but that always comes up in the conversation of, like, who's actually more talented? Well, talent without actually realizing that talent isn't really utilizing your God-given ability. That's a great point. Yeah. You know, yep. and it's, so to me, it's like that's such a, it's such a, a weak argument 
for the well, this guy is more talented than him, so therefore he's better. Right. It, it's than Tom. I, it's impossible to win that argument, right? Yeah. I don't even think yeah. it's an argument that should be had, right? But it's, it's silly. Like, if you're on that side of it, it's impossible to win it because the end of it is just count the rings, man. Like yeah, count the I, rings. Like sorry, I, like you might be right with, with some of the physical traits and things you're talking about, but count the rings. Yeah, it's I, like, you, like Roger Staubach to me is one of the more underappreciated great quarterbacks of all time because I think Roger every year he was quarterback in the Cowboys. Remember, gave up four. To go to the, to the Naval Academy after winning the Heisman Trophy in Navy, and he played in a championship game every year, either right. like the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl. You know, he went, he won two, went to five, like all those crazy things. Like that's that's like Tom Brady. When you get to ten Super Bowls, yeah. and then people just do the the silly equation of well, it's Belichick. Well, then what do you say about the Tampa years when you win the division three times wow. and you go to the Super Bowl and win that? <laughs> I count, like, You know, it's just it's, an, it's it's such a silly discussion to me in team sports. There's just nobody better. I counter with this. It's not Belichick. I think they benefited from the fact that it was Tony Dungy on the other sidelines. How many times do you not go if <laughs> yeah. Dungy's not the coach there? You had the sheriff <laughs> on the other side. You should have won way more of those games than they did. Nobody ever wants to call him out. That's just the reality of it. You know, for me, I, I got three guys as the greatest individuals in team sports in North America – uh, Jordan, yeah. Brady, and then for me, I think the best ever is 99. Yeah, and Gretzky. I, I think, I think yeah. Gretzky, when you look at the most ridiculous stat I've ever seen in the history of sports is if Wayne Gretzky never scored a goal in the NHL, he'd have more points than anybody else for points combined with goals and assists. And I and I also I, I love that equation. Sick. It's sick. And then I think that he took the L.A. Kings to the Stanley Cup final. Like, <laughs> like that. Like those Like people go, well, that's how great Gretzky was. He did the Kings were dormants. It was like the Marty McSorley. Let me tell you something. I mean, you that's know, you, insane. You know, we talk about guys like Bill O'Brien, Romeo Cornell, Josh McDaniels all owing their career to him. I, I love Barry Melrose on television. Barry Melrose owes his career to Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> there is no Barry Melrose without 99 landing in Los Angeles thanks to Bruce McNall. And see, that's why I want to see Aaron Aaron Rodgers go to another team. I do. Like, yeah. go ahead and do what Brady did. Like, like I just don't think at 45. To what we witnessed, the, the post-New England stuff, yeah. is actually stands out to me even more. So, like, if you want to be in those conversations, go do it. Brady's already laid out the, the groundwork for you. You've got the template. Let's see if you can do it. I don't know that many can. Joe Montana, when he went to Kansas City, and the Chiefs went to an AFC title game. Remember that? Oh, it was one of the – yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, those things are pretty remarkable in hindsight. That That's how great that individual is, that he goes to the other team – and then they're still great. Joe Montana deserves respect for not only his greatness, but the fact that he got up after that hit in the NFC Championship oh game from Leonard Marshall. I thought he was buried at Candlestick Park. You know, somebody put out a, a tweet today of Tom Brady taking a shot against the Bills his second year, I believe. Who was the Ohio State DB? Laid him out. And, and they, I mean, laid him out. Today, that player would be in football jail. From Brady, the Bills, Antoine Winfield. Yes. Yeah. And then Brady got up. His helmet got knocked off. And he just he shook it. They said, oh, he's up. That's a good sign. Today, like, that would be 8,000 flags. Brady played in a different era and then played through all the changing elements of football and was able to get to 10 Super Bowls. I'll tell you the one thing that bothers me with Brady's career is that he didn't get enough credit for how good he was at Michigan. Mm. To me, everybody's like, oh, he's a six-round pick. I'm like, dude, I think the scouts sucked. If you go back and watch <laughs> the team, no, not because he turned out to be the GOAT. But because if you watch the tape of Michigan and how many times he rescued the golden boy, Drew Henson, and how many times he performed for them. And I always say, put on the tape of the Alabama game. David Terrell goes seven or eight to the Bears. I forgot where he got drafted or 10, somewhere in the top 10. Yeah. Tom Brady was surgical. I said, that game alone, this guy should be a first uh, in the first three rounds. I just never understood. You look, people said arm strength. He used to whip the ball in there. I, I don't know. Some of the criticisms I think were unwarranted. Maybe they didn't like Brady. I thought he was media friendly. It was the picture. I, I thought he was likable. It was yeah. the draft picture with the shirt on. I don't right? know. The disdain that exists for Brady at times from other people, I never understood. The, the, I get if you're a Colts fan or a Steelers fan or a Ravens fan, but you got to respect the greatness. Absolutely. We'll talk much more about the uh, surprising to some retirement of the GOAT Tom Brady. Cowboy fans still waiting on Drew Henson. Come on back. More big bets here on Visa. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. You're looking for a betting edge on football's biggest game. One of these experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. That's VSIN slash subscribe rolling along on this first edition of February here on big bets at South point casino and hotel Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you. And of course the big news of the day is Tom Brady has announced his retirement from the NFL. We believe Amal and I and Kelly all believe that this is for reals this time kids, this one's going to stick and there probably will not be a comeback. Now I don't know who the status fans are today. Are they Buccaneers fans? Are they Patriot fans? Are they potential Raider fans thinking he was coming out here to the desert? Maybe Niner fans. I think it's football fans. You think so? In general. I think when you watch him play, you saw it, right? Like, Hmm. I I hated Jordan, but, like, you watched him. You're like, yo, this guy's just a different cat. Like, you understood the greatness. When you watch Brady, you know, you tune into certain games, whether it was in New England or in Tampa late in the game because you're like, well, he's going to get the ball. He's got a shot. Him and and the sheriff, Peyton Manning, whenever they had an opportunity – you watch those guys. I mean, I get a lot of people are not big Rodgers fans. I, I love watching Aaron Rodgers yeah. play. His accuracy is unbelievable. So, to me, I, particularly not being a fan of any particular team, I, I love watching individual players. And I think when you look at a guy like Brady and you see how great he is, Rodgers, um, you know, Aaron Donald, any of those guys, it's always it's disappointing when one of them retires because you realize how great they were when they're the best of their generation to do it. Yeah, Couldn't agree got, more. Uh, Right. Just to tie it back to betting, it's one of those, man, I, I got respect for how much money I lost betting against that guy. And, and just <laughs> I repeatedly did. would do it I, for some stupid reason you know, more times than I ever should have. He just would constantly beat me. I, I'm so glad you brought that point up. I never really bet against Brady, but here's my problem. For two decades, all he did was win. I didn't bet on him. Right, right. Right, like, well, I, I won my last game against the GOAT. Right, I, I backed the Cowboys in what is now Tom Brady's last football game. There ever. you go. Right, so I beat the game. Got the out. last laugh. Take that. You know, Ben Fox. Speaking of that, though, Kelly, Ben Fox, of course, uh, uh, does a great job here at the network. Tweeted this out: Tom Brady ends his Hall of Fame career with a remarkable record ATS, two fifteen, one fifty eight, and eight. 
No quarterback will ever have 215 covers ever again. So does he go into the betting Hall of Fame? Do we put Tom Brady right in there, you know, with, with the Vinny Maiulos and the Jimmy Ficaros? Like, the, like some of the, the, the great, like, if you bet. 215 and what? 215, and I got to put my glasses back on. I'm getting old. 215, 158, and eight. Wow. Eight pushes. So the GOAT covered 215 times. Now, I, I'm with you, all that I think that football fans are the saddest today. Yeah. But Kelly found something here that maybe baseball fans truly are the saddest today. Why would that be? Well, how about this? A sad day for Expo fans. As Tom Brady, who was the last Montreal Expo draftee in 1995 in the 18th round, still active in pro sports until today, announcing he's retiring. We have the broken heart emoji and then the maple leaf flag. So maybe Canada truly lost out on having the – if Tom Brady – Goes to the Montreal Expos. Are the Expos still in business today, Amal? Uh, no. The Canadians are barely surviving. Aren't they the last Canadian franchise to win a, a Stanley Cup, 1993? Oh, boy. Yes, but, but that is just such a sore uh, subject matter. So, so Tom Brady uh, officially shuts it down. It, it, again, it is a bit stunning. And I will say this. You know, now being out here in the desert and working here in Vis- with Visa in, in Las Vegas, I really wanted him to come here. I wanted to see if there was an Act 3. And I thought with Josh McDaniels, it would make sense. And so I was thinking if, if that betting market had stayed open, I'm assuming you get your refunds for the retirement, right? If you did get into that betting market, check your books. But I would assume you'd get, all right, this is a no action because he did retire. I would too, but I, I also would assume it's probably not happening until the season starts. Oh, they won't get him right away. Correct. Yeah. In and, case and, he changes his mind. And, or after the season, right? Because he was Or, it or maybe snap? even then, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Good question. So check with your book on that, because again, we've been doing this, this story for the last couple of days because the market kept changing. And the market changed once Brock Purdy's injury. We heard about the UCL and then the Santa Clara connections. That's Tom Brady's where he grew up, right? And San Francisco was his favorite team growing up. It's like, boy, there were all these moving parts. But again, the idea, you know, Aaron Rodgers is now probably going to start taking center stage for the, you know, Hall of Fame quarterbacks to be. Now that Brady, we believe, goes away from the spotlight for a while. Do you think this changes the equation for Rodgers and says, all right, now Tom Terrific's gone? Yeah, you know what? Maybe I will go to to the Raiders and be reunited with Devontae Adams. I, I, I wonder if this changes the thought. Because don't tell me. We talk about this, like, fake motivation with athletes and, you know, billboard stuff. Don't tell me Aaron Rodgers isn't wired to go. You know what? If Brady did it, and if I ever want to be talked about in oh. the same circles as Tom Brady, maybe I have to go do and accomplish what Brady did away from New England. That's a fair point. I'll tell you right now, I'm willing to take any bet. Aaron Rodgers is not retiring now. No. Guaranteed. Because he doesn't want to go into the Hall of Fame in the same class as Tom Brady. Boom. I agree. There's no chance no Rodgers chance retires of retiring now, right? Yeah, good point. And then you're already – it's already Brady and J.J. Watt, right? Like, this Ooh. class is already going to be filling up. I'm sure J.J. Watt's on Twitter telling us about it. Yeah, he, I think he has. <laughs> well, you can laugh at that, Dave. It was accurate. <laughs> no, he does. He, look, like, JJ, actually, JJ, JJ, JJ really saw is... a tweet about it. What's that? <laughs> J.J.'s a great guy. He'll tell you. Well, like, that's <laughs> – but apparently he is a great guy. Like, apparently he really is well-liked. But I'm with you. Sometimes it's like, J.J., enough. Well, no, you know, like, enough. he's a star, right? Like, he's not like some stiff, like, you know, who's a lower-rung player who's out there trying to promote himself, which I would get. I mean, <laughs> this guy's a three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. It's not like nobody's ever, you know, right. uh, J.J. Watt never heard of him. I, exactly. It's like, you know, again, we saw the Chiefs guys coming up to Patrick Mahomes during the live CBS. Give this man his respect. I'm like, who doesn't respect Patrick Mahomes? Well, you know what? Like, I saw something on social media. It was interesting, and I, I rarely get into the conversations on some things that was, like, on Instagram. And people are like, there was, is Mahomes already a Hall of Famer? And people are like, some people are like, not. I go, well, then I guess you should remove Gail Sayers and Terrell Davis from the Hall of Fame right. if Patrick Mahomes isn't already a Hall of Famer. He's in. And so to me, it's interesting sometimes there are people that just can't see the forest from the trees on certain players. By the way, just to finish up the point on J.J. Watt, T.J. Watt yeah. is a better player at his apex than J.J. Watt was. Oh! Bang, bang, shots fired. That's not shots fired. That's accuracy. T.J. Watt at his height is better than J.J.'s yes. at his height. Yes. Man, that's close to me. 
TJ like, Watt's a difference maker. Look at the Steelers' record when he plays and he doesn't yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got a multiple-time Pro Bowler and Cam Hayward on that team. You got an absolute dude in Minka Fitzpatrick. You've had some really good players around you. I mean, look at the numbers when TJ's in the lineup and he's not. I think that's fair. If you want to go wins losses and again scoreboard, you you have a very valid point. You know, we'll get our guy uh, Brian McFadden back on soon. We'll ask B Mac that question. He watches TJ Watt very very closely uh, from that position. But very quickly, Aaron Rodgers. Is in your estimation right now, if I could give you a wager, I'll give you the field or I'll give you Green Bay, and and it's even money. Which way would you go in that? Bet? I'd go Green Bay all day. Even money that he's back in Green Bay doesn't lead. like this doesn't change his thought process of now that Brady's gone, I get to be the next Brady and go lead a different team to a championship. Okay, I don't think he's going to come to the Raiders. So let's take that off the table. The other team would be the Jets, which we talked about at length uh, yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I think the Jets would be an interesting place. But I think the Jets drafted so well with Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson. I think there would be a little bit of arrogance in that front office. Like, hey, we're going to go out and draft some other dudes. And can you bring in Rodgers? The big thing is the salary cap. Now, it's increased by $16 million, which helps a lot. Yeah. But overall, to me, I don't know if you are willing to give up enough of those pieces to get Aaron Rodgers. I would, if it were me, I would make the move. I'd say, you want two, you want three, and I would go all in. You give three ones. If Matthew Stafford can win a Super Bowl. Right. That's a good point. You're giving me Aaron Rodgers with these guys. Look, we can say whatever we want about Rodgers. He's aloof. He's this, he's that. To me, he's still a top five quarterback. I think that's fair. I mean, like, it sounds ridiculous. But again, and by the way, because we were already off the air yesterday when the big news broke. Uh, D'Amico Ryans, of course, is the new head coach yep. of the Houston Texans. But then the really, the, the other big news, and almost feels like it's forgotten now in the Tom Brady uh, media cycle, is that Sean Payton is going to be the new head coach of the Denver Broncos, right? So <laughs> it, it begs the question of, like, when we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, where he might end up, right? And again, in Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett, he they have a great relationship. Nathaniel Hackett's in New York now. Very quickly, do you think that this fixes Russell Wilson or that maybe his demise was overblown? No, I don't think his demise was overblown. I actually think it was underblown. Mm. I think that Russell Wilson was horrific. If Russell Wilson wasn't a future Hall of Famer, I think Russell Wilson, some backup quarterback, would have been like, what is this stiff doing in the game? But here's the thing with Sean Payton. This is an interesting gamble. Kind of reminds me of like Archie Karras. For people that don't know, read about him. One of the greatest gamblers in the history. The greatest gambler probably in the history of Las Vegas. Wow. One time I had every $5,000 chip at the Binion's Casino. Um, you know, if you look at Sean Payton, if he turns around Drew Brees, I'm sorry, he turns around Russell Wilson, then he's going to get a lot more credit for what happened in New Orleans. If there's a failure here, then it's going to be like, well, maybe it was Drew Brees and the reason why you were winning. If you look at Sean Payton's resume and put it up against Mike McCarthy's, tell me who's better. Just throwing that out there, kids. Sean Payton. I don't even care if the numbers are better for McCarthy. The numbers are identical. We will come back with Steve Mackin, part owner of the Green Bay Packers. We'll get his thoughts next here on Big Bets. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's time is just a little bit different. Everyone is on their own journey, but whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. So check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's ZYN.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside them all, Shaw Dave Ross here. Always a pleasure each and every Wednesday to catch up with our recent editor, Steve Mackinnon. You can follow him on Twitter, as I do, at Steve Mackinnon. And I wonder, do you think a guy like Steve today is celebrating? Does he pop champagne yes. in Madison, knowing that it's all over for Tom Brady? Steve, do Packer fans look at Brady as a foil? Like, exactly how does that work with Rodgers versus Brady? Well... Personally, I'm not popping champagne. I don't. I, I like the guy. I, I've I've enjoyed watching him. He's uh he's obviously the greatest uh, quarterback we've seen in our lifetime. So, uh, kind of a sad day if you ask me. I I don't know. Other than the NFC Championship game of uh, a couple years ago, I, I'm not sure how much of an impact he's had on on the Packers' fortune. So, uh, again, uh, I'm I'm a little down about it actually. 
First of all, a few things to address. I love the way you phrase the greatest we've seen in our lifetime. I, I think that's an important statement when people yeah. make this the greatest. I always like to say Jordan's the greatest I've ever seen. Brady's the greatest that's I've right. ever seen. And I think that's a fair statement. And the other thing, Steve, I want to thank you uh, for taking time today. I know you're busy with the owners' meetings with the Packers, talking about <laughs> what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. So I think Aaron Rodgers is no longer retiring. He does not want to go in the Hall of Fame with J.J. Watt and Tom Brady. This, to me, guarantees AR-12 is back in the NFL in all likelihood Lambeau Field. I've heard that perspective a few times now this morning, and I, I'm not sure it has anything to do with it. Uh, I, I, he, I don't think he's he's really like that. Uh, I think he still wants to play. I, I, I don't I don't think he wants to go out on a season he had this past uh, year where he wasn't exactly successful. He wasn't at the top of his game. And Steve, very quickly, because we've heard the reports, and I know you've got you know your ear to the uh, to the streets there in in Wisconsin more than we might have out here in the desert, where Brian Gutekunst. We heard a report that they were they wanted to move on from Rodgers. Is this smoke sig signals before we get to the draft? And are they really looking at Jordan Love potentially taking the first snap under center next year? Well, I think the word that's been tossed around is prefer, I guess, to move on. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know. It, it's it feels that way to me, honestly. This feels like it could be another one of those big NFL seasons of change. Hmm. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. Wow. So that really could be the end of Tom Brady in the NFL and maybe 12 in Green Bay. Uh, we'll, we'll keep a watchful eye there. But, Steve, obviously, we always like to talk about some of your trends. And when you look at Super Bowl trends in particular, and again, uh, as a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you have access to all of Steve's fine work. Tell the people what you've been doing as we get ready, what we got 11 days to go before we get to Super Sunday. Yeah, well, there's a lot in this piece I've put together this week for the uh, the different trends. Go, I go back even 50 six games of Super Bowl. So uh, some of these things are uh, very lucrative lately. Uh, unfortunately, one of them, the, probably the biggest one that I, I love this thing for 20 years now, not going to be in play again this year, unfortunately. Teams with a better record on an amazing 115 ATS slide. <laughs> that to me is an insane. Re repeat those uh, numbers, Steve, please. Team with a better record in this game, the better regular season record covered one of the last 16 tries wow. well the good news so, they both have the same record yeah so there, there's <laughs> been four in the last 20 years there's been four teams that have had four games about the, the teams have had the same record um this will be one of them unfortunately so we won't be able to utilize that trend but there's still plenty more in the article that uh that uh, people are going to find useful I find that interesting how bad the record for the team with the best record has been or that the better one out of the two teams. I mean, that's really shocking. That's a great find by you there, Steve. Uh, anything so far? I know it's hard because the, the props have not come out yet. Some of the basic props have come out uh, that you would expect to see or anticipate seeing for a Super Bowl or any really any game. Uh, anything that you'll have an eye out for that you're looking towards maybe – I don't know. You know, I saw the one on, on social media yesterday. People were tr uh, tweeting at Circa and Jeff Benson about, um, will there be a kickoff out of bounds? Mm. And <laughs> to me, I like the no on this just simply because Butker generally is going to put the ball out of the end zone. And, you know, you look at it on the side from Philadelphia, it could be a similar situation as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, you got to use some uh, particular logic like that when you're thinking about uh, the specifics of these bets. I uh, know obviously Butker's going to probably blast it to the back of the end zone. So you probably no need to really even worry about that side of it. So uh, one of the things that I like to do is to kind of formulate my overall feelings about how I believe the game is going to go, particularly from a totals perspective. Mm. If you look at it before I generate my props. So uh, if you look at the history of the, games lately with uh, totals of 50 or higher they're actually nine and three under so it's hard for i mean most of the time the teams that make these games are, are pretty well balanced offensively and defense defensively so it's hard to really generate those high scoring totals especially when the other team has these two weeks to plan for you so uh a lot of the prop i, I guess on the yardages and that type of thing are based upon sort of seasonal averages but if you consider maybe a game going under based uh, on the quality of the matchup, you got to kind of think of the, of the props along that same way, I guess. I think it's a great way yeah. to handicap uh, the prop market there if you're doing it in correlation with the total. And, Steve, to that end, we're seeing now that the, it came out about 50, 50 and a half, right? Immediately shot down to 49 and a half. And then I see today, at least here at South Point, we're back up to 50 and a half. That's a, a solid one-point move in the last 24 hours out here. So 
it's right on that demarcation line that you have for your info of 50, right? Because, you know, is there a different number there? Obviously, if it gets under 50, we're in the 40s. I don't know where this is going to close. But right now, it's it's kind of fluctuating back between 49 and a half and up to 50 and a half. Yeah, well, I think that overall, the the game and the Super Bowl game has changed uh, in over the years. And I think we're in a pattern now where, where you have two really good teams usually going at it. Um, as opposed to maybe back to the nineties, you had the blowout type of games where there was one dynamic team in the game that, that could open it up offensively and cause the other team to have to rally from behind. And I think that led to a lot of overs. So I I don't think we see that as often anymore. Hmm. So if you think about Philadelphia and Kansas city's recent defensive performances, is there any reason to think that the, one of the teams is going to light the other one up? I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, good point. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, um, you look back a couple of decades and we saw blowout city, the, the, you know, the Super Bowls in the 20s uh, uh, in terms of the Super Bowl numbers were just absolutely one sided. But some of these games have been so good. You know, we finally got the overtime with that uh, Patriots game against the Atlanta Falcons. Any particular initial leans for you? Any which way you feel comfortable? Because I was towards Philadelphia initially. And the more and more I thought about it, you know, I thought Philly struggled a little bit against San Francisco. Yeah, they won the game without a quarterback. I mean, it's kind of hard to play in the NFL without a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a real test here. And I, I know there's been a lot of talk around Beeson here about the quality of the schedules the teams have played. Uh, Philadelphia, I, I don't want to say they're not tested because I don't think that's fair because they've been, uh, they've blown out these two teams in the playoff games. So, uh, I, I obviously Mahomes is a different animal than what they have faced the last two weeks. So that's going to be a, a one way to look at this, even though they may not even be getting a hundred percent Mahomes. He's, he's still uh, at the top of his, the game right now. So um, both teams, I, I, the way I look at this game right off the bat though, is I'm, I like the defenses the way they've played. I mean, you, you would have thought a Burrow versus Mahomes matchup. That thing's got explosiveness written all over it. Uh, uh, but again, it, Chiefs defense kind of controlled the the that aspect of the game. So uh, I'm I'm leaning under right now. I got to run some more numbers. I, I do a simulation or a, or a forecast model that has been successful the last two or three years in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to run that again in the end of this week, and I think I'll have a better idea after that who I like. Yeah, Steve, I'm with you. I, I took the over 47 in that game. Thought I got a, the best of the number. Went up all the way to 49. And, of course, it lands 43. So, uh, the trends certainly have been to the under. Very quickly, Steve, we've got about 90 seconds to go. I know you've got a piece coming out here for VEASAN Pro subscribers on college basketball. People are start really focusing in on college basketball, unlike Amal, who's already been doing it for three months. But uh, about rematch stats and some trends. And uh, tell the people what you're working on there. Yeah, I got a lot of traction uh, out of my NFL rematch piece. And I, there, people were calling back on it the last probably eight weeks of the season. And I, I thought this is a good idea for college basketball, too, because they're very similar in the fact that you most of the time you're playing your main rivals two times. How do you react from that first game? What adjustments do teams make? I'm going to kind of reveal which teams are the best uh, in that scenario, which are the best revenge teams, uh, and then some specific systems to look for when uh, when maybe looking at these second time around games. Yeah. And it feels like now more people like, like Steve, they're, they're looking for more college basketball info as we turn the page. Yeah, absolutely. A couple of great revenge spots tonight coming up in college hoops. I know we're going to get into that a little bit later on, but uh, that's a great point that you have there, Steve, Steve, great stuff. As always, my friend, again, Visa pro subscribers get access to all of his fine work. Uh, we'll find out the saga that is Aaron Rodgers, My friend, we'll catch up again <laughs> next week. We sure will. Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> there he is, Steve Mackin. When we come back, let's uh, depart a little bit into some college hoops tonight and see what you might like there, or you want to go both feet in. Dave, this is a full both feet in tonight in Norman. Here we go. Come on back. It's Big Bets on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Next weekend will be the last weekend of football, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place a $10 bet or more in qualifying bets. You're going to get a square on the house. If your numbers of the square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying offers and wagers, eligible bonuses and credit use, full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Rolling along. Great having Steve Mackinnon on, our VEASAN editor, in the last segment. Again, we're going to have Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, join us in hour number two to talk all things NBA. But let's talk round ball. Well, let's go down a level to the college kids and talk about what you see in the college basketball slate tonight. Again, we're really getting into it now for the recreational gambler who's already having, you know, withdrawals, knowing that the NFL is down to one real game, the Super Bowl. You can watch the Pro Bowl if you want, kids. But now it's like college basketball season for some. You, it's February. Boom. March Madness next month. Amal, you've been at this thing for four months already. So when you welcome the Johnny-come-latelys into the betting space here, let's talk about a game, a good one at least on paper. You mentioned yesterday in the show Ed Cooley should be your coach of the year in the Big East. Yeah. What a Big East matchup this is for Great the, game. the X is going to host Ed Cooley and the Friars from Providence X-Man is only laying four at home. What do you make of it? Yeah, I took X on the three and a half on the overnight. I uh, wasn't surprised this one went up. I thought the number came back a little bit short on the opener. But no Zach Fremantle for this team tonight. He's been terrific for uh, X and Sean Miller. So that is a bit of a blow in terms of him not being the lineup. Their second leading score at 15 points a game. Uh, a little bit of a concern from that perspective. But you know what? You look at Boom, Jones, Nanji. This team has been really good. I think it's going to be tough for Providence to win at the Cintas Center. That's the reason we saw an 8-1 to line on them to win the league mm-hmm. yesterday when we talked about it. You have Marquette and you have Xavier right there. Those are the two teams that are probably going to be um, the ones to win this league. So, But don't count out Ed Cooley's team. Not, it, but not tonight. I wouldn't take them. If you took Providence to win the Big East yesterday mm-hmm. at 8-1, to this is a game they have to win. Yes, absolutely. All right, so that's yeah. kind of the way that handicap there. So, again, if you like Providence to, to cash that ticket, probably tonight it goes through uh, Xavier, and that's going to be a really tough stand. But by the way, very quickly on those two teams, and we talked about it a little bit in generality in the Big East yesterday, when people go to fill out those brackets next month and they see all these, I don't want to call them middling Big East teams because they're good teams, but you know how good they are, or are they good in the context of the conference Will they be good when they're going up against Big 12 schools, SEC schools, and you get those matchups that we're not used to seeing the Xavier's and the Providence's of the world have? It's a great question, and I'm thinking more about the SEC because you look at Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, and if you were to compare them to Marquette, um, Xavier, mm-hmm. uh, Xavier beat Florida earlier this year. I think Marquette's a team that can score with anybody. Um you know, Alabama, if Marquette played at, uh, Mark, uh, Alabama, that'd be a hell of a game. I mean, you'd yeah. get a game that easily totals over 160, so Ooh. it'd be a lot of fun to watch. 
I think they can play with anybody. I think the one difference is with Tennessee, though, even compared to Kentucky. Kentucky's got that size up front with Toppin and, of course, uh, Shibway. But for me, the Volunteers, the best defensive team in college basketball, they really present some challenges. I thought they had a tough loss at Arizona. So, I, I mean, overall, I think the league is a little bit better top to bottom. But I, I think you bring up a really good point in terms of how would they fare against those upper echelon teams remains to be seen. All right. Maybe the uh, uppest of the upper echelon yeah. teams could be Purdue, number one in the country right now. You know, they say, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I was fooled by Matt Painter and company last year. I thought Jaden Ivey, I thought they were going to the Final Four. And then, uh, was it St. Francis? Who was it that they lost to? Who's that? Purdue last year in the tournament. No, they lost to, was it North Texas was two years no, ago? No, no, was, was St. Francis? Was it uh, St. Peter's? St. Peter's. They lost yeah, to St. Peter's. Peter's. Yeah, St. Peter's, I've already forgot St. Francis, St. Peter's. Trust me, the way St. Peter's is playing this year, everybody's trying to forget. I mean, think of that. Purdue lost to St. Peter's. And, okay, I have to get over it because those tickets did not cash last year, and I still can't believe they didn't. Now, am I going to hop back on Boiler Up this year in the tournament? Again, they've got, we believe, the National Player of the Year in Zach Eady. The who? National Player of the Year in no, Zach No, he's going to be, but what, what did you call him? The National Player of the Year. I thought he said something else. The Weebly? Yeah, what was that? that? No, I didn't give it an acronym. I didn't. The the National Player of the Year is Zach Eady. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) If if I put it together, it might have come out differently. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that I like Ross. Because let me tell you something. Kelly, if we were out somewhere, let's say you and I are at a poker table, and he said something, I'd be like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? What is he talking about? But I think he's going to win National Player of the Year, right? The old man's just lost it. Maybe the old man is wrong. Maybe the old man's wrong. You know, just an interesting game. Look, you know I'm a pro Penn State guy. I love Jalen Pickett. I love the way he's played this year. Lundy's been terrific. This is a dangerous team. Funk has shot the ball better from the three-point line. But I don't think they've got an answer inside for Zach Eady. I think that's going to be the problem here. Penn State is just going to be having a challenge to be able to slow this team down. Love the job that Shrewsbury's done this year. This Purdue team, you know, you brought up a great question. Are they better than years past? They don't have that individual talent that they had with Jaden Ivey. No. But as a team, I think that benefits them. Lawyer's been terrific. Smith's been outstanding. This team, this team the one thing I would point to is they're good from the beyond the perimeter. They're, I think there's some Purdue teams in the past that have been better. This number of 10 is a little bit tricky. But I got to tell you, this could be a great in-play opportunity. I, I think you're going to get an idea very quickly, what does Penn State do to zo- stop Zach Eady? If I'm Purdue and you're not on a fast break and you're not running a possession through Zach Eady, I'm bringing my guards to the bench. I mean, every possession has yeah. to go through him here. But, you know, you've got guys in the perimeter, particularly Lawyer and Smith, they can really shoot the ball. This should be an interesting matchup tonight. You know, passing out of the post, if everything goes through Zach Eady, which it should, I agree, right? Are they good enough that if you double Zach Eady in the post, I'm talking tournament, maybe yeah, not yeah, yeah. today, right? Sure. Not necessarily covering yeah. the 10 against Penn State, but just more generalities. Are they good enough on the wings that somebody is going to say, like say they – a Syracuse-like team. Syracuse isn't probably getting to the tournament. But a team that's going to pack in with a 2-3 zone, right? And say, Zach Eady, we're not going to let you beat us on the block. You have to kick the ball out to the perimeter. Do they have enough scores and shooters to make that an effective strategy? I do. I believe they do. Maybe percentage-wise, they're not as good, again, as they've been in the past. But I still think, overall, this team is dangerous enough. They only shoot... And I say only 33.2% because that's, to me, for Purdue, they should be 35 or better. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I I still think they're good enough to be able to do that. All right. Uh, We know the big one's coming up between Duke and Carolina this weekend. But before we get there, you got Carolina hosting Pittsburgh. This feels trappy to me when you got the Dukies coming ahead on the schedule. And now I got to lay eight and a half. I'll tell you, if Jerome Tang weren't the National Coach of the Year at Kansas State, to me, you'd have to look at uh, the job Jeff Cable's done at Pittsburgh. This wow. team has had a real resurgence. I lean towards playing Pittsburgh with the eight and a half here. Haven't done it yet. Uh, a lot of qu- questions and concerns for me with Carolina. I think they're solid. I mean, they've won four in a row, but they just don't overwhelm teams. Uh, you know, they get that win against Syracuse. Cuse had an opportunity late there. Um, you know, you look at it, they beat BC, they beat Louisville during the stretch. Now, they did beat NC State, who's very solid, solid rivalry there as well. But I don't know, eight and a half seems like a little bit of a big number here. Not going to play it for one reason, because I feel like Carolina does have the capability to win this game going away, but I still lean towards Pittsburgh. You know, you go back to last year's Final Four run for Carolina, right? And it, we didn't see it coming until we get to the tournament. And then you go, oh, it's Carolina. Right. They still have 
talent, right? So the, the talent's still there. So even though you don't see a number next to their team, right, the rankings don't really matter to us at this point. Yeah. Like, what type of talent does Carolina have this year? Are they still capable of making a Final Four run? They're capable if Baycott plays extremely well and Love shoots the ball very well. And, you know, you got to get some contributions from the rest of this team. I don't think they're lacking in talent. I think the talent is there, but I don't know if this team is going to be able to put it together. All right, so maybe not the same exact uh, talent level that they had a year ago to make that improbable run. Let's get to Oklahoma very quickly because yep. I know this is a game that you've got circled on the dance card tonight that uh, you're looking at Boomer sooner. I know they're coming off a huge win is there danger for Porter Moser and company that they might have a flat spot after that? No, not after the beatdown they took in Stillwater earlier this year at Gallagher Iba. This is Ooh. a great revenge spot. Uh, getting, I'm sorry, laying three and a half in this one. Remember, they lost by 16, got outscored by 22 in the second half of that game, 48 26 in Stillwater. Love Boomer Sooner tonight at Lloyd Noble. They're laying three and a half in this one. Went up to four for a short while. It's come back down to three and a half. I just think that that game will help them. You have a confidence. Both teams sitting at 12 and nine uh, right there in league play in terms of the standings. This is an important game if you are Oklahoma in terms of getting a push to the tournament. That win on Saturday gets completely negated if you drop this game to Oklahoma State. Uh, Mike Boynton's team's done a nice job this year, but this is a game Boomer Sooner has to win. And there's no way if you're Porter Moser, can you go all and two against the orange and black. All right. I love it. Again, we talked about Miami last night and their, their win against Virginia tech. That was a game that I know you really liked a similar number, right? Four, three and a half bouncing back and forth. Similar feel here that people are going to go, Oh, that feels like a short number. But again, Porter Moser is building something there with OU. Yeah. And I feel like this is a better play compared to the Miami one. I still think even though Miami's got a great team, can really score the ball, but you saw last night they win by nine. Virginia Tech for two thirds of the game was shooting sixty six percent. Yeah, they were in there, but but Coach L in the end pulls Absolutely. away and gets the cover for Mall and Company. All right, so he really likes Boomer Sooner tonight, laying that four against Okie State. When we come back and talk a little bit more NFL, maybe some Super Bowl props and look for an MVP scenario there. Come on back, it's Big Bets here on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com.com slash compatibility.